Hello, sparkling entrepreneur. Welcome to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover. As a success coach and intuitive artist, I help female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. I'm also an Amazon number one new release author, and my expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. I'm very fortunate to have been featured in Positively Positive, Thrive Global, and Thought Catalog, among other amazing publications. I hope you'll find this show helpful to your entrepreneur journey, and if so, please feel free to like the show, subscribe, and leave a review. Enough about me and the show. Let's get started. Let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I am super excited to have a a special guest with us here today. Her name is Jenny Sharp. And Jenny is a certified coach, Reiki practitioner, and EFT practitioner who serves soulful female entrepreneurs as an intuitive guide through their deepest mindset blocks on their journey as they follow their soul's calling. She is known for her clients' quick transformations through inner child healing, subconscious work, and simple yet deep questions. So she also goes by an inner goddess coach. So when I found out about Jenny, I knew you guys would love her and I could not wait to share her with you. So let's welcome Jenny to the show. Hey, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Jenny. We're super glad you're here. How's your day going so far? It's going really well. And I just have to say that I love the name of your podcast. It always makes me smile. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I feel like it's, um, that's good. If it makes you smile, it's working, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you are the inner goddess coach. Could you start by telling us a little bit about what that means and what it is that you do for a living? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I help women follow their soul's calling um, in whatever way that looks like. But generally, I'm helping women who are entrepreneurs. And I came to Inner Goddess Coach um, from one of my clients because I had this whole journey of like n- knowing what I was doing, but not knowing how to put any words around it. And, you know, like sometimes we follow what like business coaches say, or gurus or, you know, and so at one point I was a productivity coach. So that sounds like so icky and gross to me now, (laughs) but I was like, well, I help people with productivity and that people probably want that and that'll make money. Um, no, but when I was kind of getting a little like market research done. One of my clients, I was like, how would you describe what I'm doing? And she's like, I don't know. I just feel like you help me be like my best self. And like, I feel like this goddess and like, you're helping me like, like bring out my inner goddess. So I was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I've been running with that, but I think the easier title is just soul's calling coach. I love it. I really like inner goddess coach. I feel like that's unique and it kind of makes sense. You know, it's not, it's like, okay, she helps bring out your inner goddess. I love that. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So how do you help bring out people's inner goddess? Well, I work exclusively with women Mm -hmm. and, um, as far as helping them bring out their inner goddess, like 
part of it is helping them kind of deprogram what they have been taught by society, which is very um, focused on masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can be really hard, especially for women who are trying to follow something that is more soulful or feels like something that, you know, they were made to do. And I'm going to preface that with when what it's, what they're made to do could still be make earrings um, or, you know, be an artist. It doesn't have to have this, you know, big grand title, but when they're following that, it's hard to not um, just do what everyone else says you're supposed to do. You're supposed to work this many hours. You're supposed to sell in this way. And so by helping them like really question um, what they're doing, why they're doing it, um, get really down to their purpose and mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, bringing that all together as far as like, well, how, not just how do you want to grow as an entrepreneur and bring your, you know, service or craft to the world, but how do you want to live? Mm-hmm. And having that all tied together, um, instead of just, well, just focusing, there's so much focus on money and I love money, but when we're just focused on that, that is success. And that's the only way to, you know, gauge success is if you're having 10 K months or not, I think we're really failing so many people. And for women, I feel like helping them realize that if they're doing the thing that they love, if, you know, they are living the the way that they want to live according to their authenticity and their values, uh, that is success. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I fully agree with you. And I think, I think it sounds like you're coming from this place of just teaching people to pay attention to their inner awareness, right? Yes. Not just, um, I, and I would hope people are educated on this by now, but I feel like um, the empty, you know, success box that society has for us of like achieving numbers, even within the entrepreneurial world, like achieving numbers doesn't bring fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Fulfillment comes in other ways. So, um, yeah, I fully, fully support what you're what you're saying there. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how long have you been doing this work and what made you decide to get into it? Um, wow. I have to think about how long, I think around 2018 is when I had the first little nudge of realizing that this was kind of a direction I wanted to go in. Um, I had been going through, uh, quite a few years of difficulty, as far as um, moving across the country, death in the family, and then deciding to um, end my marriage. Oh, wow. And it was such a big time for me, um, a huge transition to really say, okay, now that I have this new sort of freedom um, from not being within this marriage anymore, what do I want to do? What do I like to do? What would make me happy? And I had no idea. So, you know, I started doing things that, you know, um, seemed really different and out of the box and, um, you know, like drinking alcohol for the first time or taking pole dancing lessons or, (laughs) you know, just, just really going like, what are, did I decide that 
you know, these were things that were bad or wrong, or did someone else tell me that? Yeah. And through that also finding a coach who had originally been running this manifest miracles challenge, which sounded ridiculous, but it launched me into this whole evolution of growing my spirituality, growing, um, you know, doing a lot of inner work, um, and working with her for a year, as far as really looking at my life and what I wanted it to be. And by the end of that journey, I had, you know, made some really good soul connections and um, with some other women in the program. And I saw the way that she worked with them, not just with me, but with them and helped them dive so deep and get so much clarity so fast. And it just was, you know, just sitting in my head, like, could I do that? I wonder if I could do that. And, and so I just sort of jumped in. I um, was in this um, podcast listening group um, and I just put it in there. Hey, I'm looking to possibly become a coach or a life coach. I didn't even know what at the time, but, um, but all the women who signed up to do some free coaching with me where they were all following, like trying to quit their day job and have their entrepreneur you know, success come about. Mm -hmm. And I, there was a couple like little rocky moments, but for the most part, I realized I was like, oh my gosh, they are getting so much like success and like help from me with in such a short amount of time with just like in an hour helping them. And so from there, it just kept going. I, you know, this is what I, I, I could feel it in my bones. This is what I meant to do. And I haven't always had the words to put around it as far as what, you know, oh, my business coach, am I a, you know, a self-love coach, you know, whatever. I haven't found the words. And I'm really, really stepping more into that more recently as far as like, no, I want people to be following their soul's calling. I think that is for the highest, you know, good of the planet yeah. um, is, is having more people in general, but especially women following their intuition, following what's calling them, doing what lights them up, that I feel like it's such important work. And I know so many women who think that, well, I really, you know, I have this craft that I do, or um, I want to host retreats or, you know, different things. And they, they think it's not going to be important. And so, you know, will it be successful? It is, yes, it is important because if we're having one more person in the world doing the thing that lights them up, that is improving the planet. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to just go back a little bit because I think what you're expressing with like this, this difficulty putting it into words Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of our listeners can relate to that. I think when you're helping people on a deeper level, it is hard to express that, mm -hmm. you know? So how, how did you, how did you figure that out? Um, cause you said you were originally a, a, um, productivity coach. And so what sort of, I know you said that your client, um, gave you inner goddess coach, but, um, did, were you at one time teaching productivity or did it just naturally evolve? Yeah. So, so what's really interesting about that journey is that my program offer 
was basically exactly the same through the entire process. It was more just, what am I going to call this? And how am I going to talk about it? Like on social media, because the work that I do is so individual, like is so one-on-one and meets people exactly where they're at in that moment. Um, Yeah, it does help with productivity, but I was only following that because it was so tangible. Yeah. Yeah. We have, yeah, we have a fear of, you know, stepping into something less tangible because it's, it's, we're told it's harder to sell. Yes. And so, yeah, through that journey of, you know, okay, yeah, I'm a productivity coach. People want that. Um, Then all my content became about tips and tricks and how to get stuff done and how to get out of your way. And I got so bored so fast. (laughs) Isn't it great when we can figure that out when the universe is like, yeah, this isn't for you. Like you're bored. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was so bored with it. I was like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. This doesn't light me up. Who who cares? Like some people might want a productivity coach, but probably shouldn't be coming from me. So, (laughs) so I did have this moment where I was so frustrated. I had felt like I was like, I've done all the things I was like yelling at the universe. I have done all the things I've been in this program. I have been trying to grow my business for, you know, X amount of time. I am doing all of the steps following through showing up and it is not working. Mm-hmm. Like no one is Been signing there. up. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is not working. And I am like, I'm so angry at you universe. How dare you do this to me? I'm putting myself out there and this isn't working. And so I just finally had this moment where I just said like, like God or universe, you know, spirit, whoever, what do these women want? And what I heard was magic. And I went, well, how am I going to sell that? (laughs) (laughs) Good response. So uh, since then, it has been uh, much more of a journey of, you know, me following my own intuition of leaning into what I know I'm really good at um, and not being scared that it might be intangible um, because I just have to trust that what is coming through my words and the energy that's there, that that becomes magnetic, that that feels magical to someone else, that they have that inner knowing of like, okay, that's the person I meant to work with, even if they had been looking for a productivity coach. Yes. Yeah. And I think you make a very valid point as well, because I, it's kind of a catch 22, but at the end of the day, everything's energy. So how you're showing up, how you're presenting yourself, like you're right. That's how people know if they want to work with you or not. But also I feel like for a long time, I was like, Oh, I have great energy. I'm going to book clients. But then I think we also need to like put our actions behind that energy. So like you said, posting on social media, um, and I'm, I'm curious what, what has worked really well for you, um, when it comes to attracting your soul aligned client. Um, yeah, what has worked well for me? Um, definitely being more honest about in mm. and less afraid, being more honest about how I talk about what I do. Um, and I I feel like, you know, my mission in in the world is is to really help 
women, you know, follow their soul's calling, do what lights them up. And if I am putting myself into a box because I think it's sellable, I'm not doing that. I'm not living my full expression or, you know, um, I want women to not live, you know, mediocre lives. So if I'm living a mediocre life, that isn't going to work. Um, but I think that for me, it's, it's really connection, um, connecting with women. Um, I, you know, like I have had some success with just announcing a program and someone who I'd been, you know, talking to, you know, went and looked at the sales page and was like, Hey, I'm kind of interested in this. Can we talk about it? Absolutely. But I've also had, you know, women that I was talking to in the DMS just, you know, on and off and not necessarily about, you know, not trying to sell to them or anything, but just about, Hey, what, what do you do? And what lights you up? And, checking in with them. Hey, how have you been? And having them say, my confidence is at an all time low. I think I need some help. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right. And then I think something that, especially when you're doing something that seems so intangible is to stop trying to put it into words as much. We get so focused on it Mm -hmm. needs to fit into like an Instagram bio Um, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And instead of, um, can we show some behind the scenes content, which is the content that I'm creating right now? Like, what does it look like when I work with people, um, holding, um, workshops, inviting women in and saying, Hey, I'm doing this workshop. Would you like to come and do some hot seat coaching? And then they get that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love all of this. Very, very juicy stuff. (laughs) So, um, two questions left. Okay. Um, my first one is if you had, so just to kind of paint the picture, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but most of our listeners are spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, so coaches and healers and, um, artists. So I'm curious being the inner goddess coach, is there any one bit of advice that you would give our listeners to help them emerge their own inner goddess? One, don't give up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that can be so important as far as, you know, being a spiritual entrepreneur, um, is, there's a lot of fear of failure and am I going to have to go back to a nine to five, you know, and just not giving up deciding that, you know, you get to decide what failure is. And if you decide that you need um, to have a part-time job or to even go back to a full-time job, why don't, instead of viewing that as a failure of your spiritual business, how about you look at that as an influx of cash? Mm. That is an influx of cash for you to continue living. Uh, let's stop worrying about where exactly money is always coming from. It's going to come from your business. If you keep going, it doesn't have to only come from your entrepreneur work right now. So if you can start viewing things more as opportunities and more in the gray, instead of so black and white and not worry about what failure or success looks like and knowing that this might take a while We see so many, and I don't even know how many of them are real, but supposedly, you know, overnight successes. Uh, I was making $1,000 a month and now I'm making $100,000 a month Mm -hmm. in one year, you know, 
Um, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it. And you enroll and coach with them and maybe you have some success, but you're not, you didn't get exactly what they said that they did. Um, that's not failure. Sometimes it will take a while. And unfortunately we aren't in charge of the timing. Right. Right. We're not, we're not always in charge of the timing, but if you can decide that, Hey, this is important to me. And I, and I know in my soul and in my bones that I'm going to regret not following this to stay committed. Even if you want to give up today, go ahead and give up today. <laughs> say, say, I, you know, forget, like, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. I give up, but you can come back again tomorrow. I love that. Yeah. You can come back again tomorrow, pick it back up and say, all right, I'm going to do something because I know that this is what I'm meant to do. I love that advice so much. And I don't know that we hear that as entrepreneurs enough. Um, It's funny because just a, a quick story. I'm going through some major pivots in my personal life and my business right now. And I was sharing these with, um, with a friend and her advice to me was, well, don't quit your business. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm never going to quit my, I can't quit my business because it's a calling. And it's just, as you said, I'm committed to it. So even if it transforms or, you know, lessons or expand, whatever it does, it's not, it's not something I can quit (laughs) because when you're called, you can't quit it. But I mean, you can, but you're going to be massively unfulfilled, right? Yes. And that's why it can be so important to figure out what your mission or purpose or kind of what the essence of what you're called to do is. Because in in some ways, I know a lot of entrepreneurs have are multi-passionate and they're like, I want to do like three different businesses, but mm-hmm. I'm told I should only focus on one. But there's usually some type of golden thread that connects yep. all of it. <laughs> there is something connecting all of it about the work that you're doing, whether you're helping women feel beautiful or be empowered or be um, a connector or to communicate certain types of messages in the world. There is something underneath all of it. And that is where the mission and purpose are. And then it becomes less, um, you can worry less about how exactly um, it's changing. You know, like you said, like your business might evolve. It might change, you know, from one type of business into another, but you are still following that mission and purpose. Yes. Oh, I love that. Ah, so good. So last question, Jenny, where can our listeners go to follow you and find more about your work if they're interested? Yes. So my website is an easy place to find me, jennysharp.com, all spelled with an E, -E J-E-N-N-E-S-H-A-R-P-E.com, as well as on my Instagram. That's mostly where I am as far as sharing, um, connecting, doing fun things like, you know, does anyone want a card reading right now? Or, you know, um, and that's Jenny Sharp inner goddess coach. Love that. And I will say just from a personal experience, uh, Jenny is super fun to follow on Instagram. I've been following her a few weeks now and she has just, you can feel that magical energy coming through your brand and your content. So, um, definitely recommend that our listeners follow you there. So yes, thank you. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. This was a beautiful conversation. I'm glad that you joined us today and I got to introduce you to the sparkling hippie audience. And I hope you have a absolutely beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you. And thank you to the whole sparkling hippie tribe. to today's episode of the sparkling hippie podcast i would so appreciate it if you did enjoy the show please screenshot a picture of your phone with this podcast open and tag me on instagram at the sparkling hippie or i would even more love it if you would subscribe and leave a review it is so hard as a podcaster to get reviews for the show. I would love to see that change. Let me know, just a few quick sentences, what you truly enjoyed about today's episode. In return, I'll give you a shout out on the next recording of The Sparkling Hippie. Oh, and one more thing. If you want to go deeper into the Sparkling Hippie community, I would love if you joined us inside the free Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes. We'll see you inside.